But that's that's for you and whoever you choose to share those pieces with. Yes. And I do believe that I, my experiences and my lessons can serve others. Mm -hmm. And that isn't necessarily the masses. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Laundry Podcast. My name is Giselle Plamondon. I'm a clinical counselor and psychological astrologer. And I started this podcast because I wanted to have conversations with people. I wanted to sit down, throw on a mic, and just chat about, you know, literally anything and everything, but especially things like astrology and psychology, uh, human design, relationships, business, all of it. So, I know that I had promised you guys a solo episode last weekend. I'm sorry, but I don't know what happened, but the recording just disappeared. So that, (laughs) I don't know what happened. I have no explanation for that. Um, I will re-record it at a later date, but I just didn't get time this week. Um, So if you were waiting for that, I am sorry. Of today, uh, our guest is Megan. She is the CEO of Elizabeth Lynn Jewelry, and she is a badass, fucking badass. I brought her on because she has this really thriving business, and then she's also a mom, and she balances those two things so beautifully and is so authentic and real about the entire experience of it. Um, And another reason that I wanted to chat with her about those two things is actually because that's a huge part of what she's learning in this lifetime. She has a, a Cancer North Node and a Capricorn South Node. So that's, I mean, her life lessons are the inverse of mine, um, which is hugely about this balance between the masculine and the feminine, between being and doing, between motherhood and career. And so I just wanted to chat with her about her chart and about life and, you know, all the things. So we sat down, we had some wine and and we just talked. And, and this conversation is I, you know, this is a really, really good episode, especially if you are a new entrepreneur, if you are a mom, if you're balancing both of those things, it's a good episode for you if you have that, you know, that planetary placement, the Cancer North Node, Capricorn South Node. It's also a good episode for you if you have the opposite a uh, Capricorn North Node, Cancer South Node. This episode is really good for anyone that wants to learn a little bit more about, you know, the the process of, of creating a business that is focused on product. This is a good episode for anyone that wants to discover or, you know, just open their mind to different ways of creating community within a business. It's a really good episode if you have a Libra moon or if you have a child with an Aquarius moon because we talk about her little babe. Um, yeah, this episode is fun. It's really light. You can hear the wine and, and um, you can hear us pouring the wine. You can't hear the wine. It's not talking, although that would be interesting. Um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. 
Give me your feedback. If you like the Cosmic Laundry podcast, please leave a review. Please rate. Please do all the things. That really helps me to get this podcast out there. And it gives me a little bit of inspiration and fuel for continuing to record. So hope you all have a wonderful week and I will talk to you later. Okay. You got your wine. I'm going to get a little bit of wine. Um, okay, so, I mean, I know that we just had, like, an hour-long chat in the backyard. <laughs> I kept thinking, like, maybe we should just start the podcast. I know. I was thinking that, too. I was like, we're already talking about podcast things. It's okay. We'll forget. We can retalk about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've had two glasses. <laughs> so we're probably good. Um, yeah, because normally I start, I put it on and I go, so how have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Um, but, you know, so one of the reasons that I wanted to ask you on the podcast is because, like, A, your business is doing, like, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know from looking at your chart that you're like, you've done business before. This is not your first business that you've built. So I wanted to talk not to you. Not in this lifetime either. Yeah. Oh, okay. What did you do before? I owned a retail store. I yeah. I did not know that. Store I opened when I was twenty six. Uh huh. And I closed it about three years after I opened. What was it? It was called Paisley Party and Gift Boutique. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was downtown on Twenty Fourth Street, like a block up from the Bez. I think it's like it was right beside the UPS store. It's like some random fix your cell phone screens, obviously drug laundering right (laughs) obviously yeah um but yeah and it's so cool because this is what I love about Saskatoon I still have people I have people that have become Elizabeth Lynn customers because of Paisley and I have people that still come up to me like I'll be doing a market or like something and they're like I remember when you had Paisley, and I'm like, oh, my God. That is so yeah, sweet. Yeah, so it was really cool. I had, like, the best. That's what it, the only, when people were like, what, do you think you'll be sad when you close? Or, like, what, do you miss anything about it? I'm like, I miss my customers. That's it. Right. Yeah. Did Rick you? Mortar's no joke. Yeah, I would not And back want then, to. it was easier than it is now, for sure. So what, I love your little business mind. So why <laughs> why was it easier then than it is now? Like I remember <coughs> Instagram started like the last year I was in business. I had no idea. My friends like what's it? like you should download this Instagram app and I was like, what what is this? And I downloaded <laughs> and like you can scroll back in my personal one mm-hmm. and like I didn't know what I was doing. Nobody knew what they were no. doing with Instagram, but like that was Oh my god. How many years ago was that? Seven? Right. So even just watching like so the biggest challenge of brick and mortar then was rent. It right. Was astronomical. Mm-hmm. Um so to be able to start a brick and mortar store and have it be successful and make a living off of it mm-hmm. is kind of insane. Like especially now. So in the shift that I've seen, like, just look at downtown Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. There used to be seven years ago, there was, like, so many cute little shops. You could, essentially, you could really shop local mm-hmm. all downtown. And now it's, like, empty storefront, empty storefront. The rents are astronomical. Nobody can afford it. Mm-hmm. And online has taken this whole new, right? Like, and 
I mean, do you think that your, so rent would you feel still cost way more than like shipping and all of the other stuff that you oh have God, to do? Yeah. yeah. Because I have no overhead. Right. Yeah. I work out of my basement. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not as cute as having an yeah. old <laughs> retail yeah. store. And I have people ask me sometimes, like, do you think you would ever open? And I was like, been there, done that. Yeah. I love, I love this, the, like, landscape we have right now of pop-ups and markets. Yeah. Love it. And it creates it. exclusivity a little totally. bit, Totally. Right? And you can still connect with your community. Yeah. Right? Like, I hadn't done, well, I did my first market... Um, after having Asher, I think he was six months old and a girl that didn't know me well, um, saw me at it. And then I ran into her afterwards and she's like, that's your jam. Right. Like, you were lit up. And I, I could like, totally see really? that. Really? Like, I love. Yeah. I could I'm totally like see in that. my element talking to people, just like joking with people, connecting with them, having fun with them. And then, like, those two days is over, mm-hmm. don't talk to me for five days. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my body hurts. Yeah. My, like, I'm just exhausted because I'm, like, out, 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 putting, like, mm-hmm. putting so much out that I used to do every day in right. my job. And now I'm just so used to, like, being at home with mm-hmm. my two-and-a-half-year-old and working by myself that, like, I'm not used to <laughs> putting that Right. Well, and because too, you're only doing it, you know, once in a while, Mm -hmm. you're, you're able to give that 100%. Oh yeah. Whereas if you had a brick and mortar space, it wouldn't be like that every single day. No. Right. It's so interesting too, how much like, so not even just, you know, the internet, but how much Instagram has Mm -hmm. disrupted business. It's insane. Like, what do you think business would even look like if we didn't have Instagram? It would be a lot harder to get your business out there and your name out there and your brand out there. Definitely. For sure. And then you can get into, like, oh, God, you can go down that Instagram rabbit hole. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, there's influencers, there's ambassadors, there's, you know, um, other online platforms that you can connect with and sell your products through. So it's really, like... I feel like once I have it figured out, then it changes or that goddamn algorithm changes. Well, that's one of the things that I, like, love about your brand so much is, like, I'm always, like, how the fuck is Megan (laughs) staying on top of all of this stuff? Like, I don't know how you're doing it because it's, like, you figured out the the influencer thing. You have the EL babe. Mm -hmm. You build, like, really beautiful community online, which I think a lot of... Like, yes, a lot of coaches and people like that do that really well because they have to. Yeah. But for a jewelry business, you don't see that as much. Well, thank you. That's, I never really thought of it. But you do. Like, you have, like, a full little, like, Elizabeth Lynn tribe on Instagram. I do. the best. Yes. And that's not super common, especially because it's not, like, your... Yeah, like, with coaches and stuff like that, like, with the work that I do, it's easy to build Mm -hmm. community because I'm talking about emotions pretty much all day. And I'm I'm always talking about, like, connection and all of these different things. But for someone who sells, like, a product or just, like, beauty as Mm -hmm. the thing, Mm -hmm. um, to create that kind of community, that's really wild. How do you think you did that? Well, as we're talking about it, a couple things came to me, which is, I've never really thought about it before until right now. Um, so the first thing I'll say is 
and this sounds weird, but I've I've had people in the past call me an early adopter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see that. Which I like wouldn't necessarily consider myself in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like a <laughs> I'm not starting any trends over here. Mm-hmm. Like we'll say that, but. I think that, like, I see a niche, and I'm like, let's just do it. And my personality is very much, like, which works really well for me and, like, completely the opposite against me. Um, (laughs) When I decide something, I'm, like, fucking doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to figure it out. And I'm very resourceful. Yeah. Um, And I think that because I've been around for a while and because it's been up until very recently just me right fully just me in every aspect yeah making the jewelry selling the jewelry instagramming literally like, doing of all of it and all that's it. that's the part that I'm like what the fuck how is she doing all of it I don't know how I did it like, but I'll, get, <laughs> I just don't I'll know. tell you that ever since I brought sweet amazing magical molly on um and yes it's the same molly that was on the the first episode. yes it is yeah <laughs> you, you all know her you all love her um she's like brought my anxiety level down from like 10 to yeah. 2 i can see and that even because like even just the way that she deals with problems is so chill well and i was lucky enough to work with molly for like a small amount of time and bless her heart I was very pregnant and not like. <laughs> yeah, she'll tell you Where I wasn't you the most fun. Um, Iviva, I was oh. the showroom manager, so like I have a Lululemon <gasps> I background too. I think I met you then. Did you? Yes, I think I I remember this now. I'm having like a total flashback. I taught yoga a couple times there. Did you? Yes. <sighs> and I remember when we met. I was like, dang. Yes. Yes. I was like, dang. And I was like she really pregnant. So, yeah. <laughs> so she looks so familiar. So I, okay, uh, that's apologize for not remembering because I <laughs> that's okay. officially blocked out my pregnancy, pregnancy. brain. No, yeah. I hated. I didn't remember until you just. That's so funny. Because when you and Malls, when I was listening to that episode and you guys were talking about Lululemon, I was like, oh, that's like, you just find those certain people you were talking about. Like, you just, you find your people, Mm -hmm. like, in your values and your whatever in life. And I learned so many awesome things from working for that company. Yeah. um, I forget where I was. We were talking about you being an early adopter. Oh. um, And then. I also, like, yeah, because it's been just me up until very, very recently, everybody, knew, like, knew as me. So, yeah, I think people just, like, kind of connected with me. Right. Because it was always me. How often like, do you get called Elizabeth? So often. <laughs> <laughs> like, people literally think that's your name. So often. Yeah. All the time. It's so yeah. funny. Or people will email me, like, hi, Elizabeth. Like, even if I, like, yeah. sign things Megan, which is fine. It's mm-hmm. my middle name. I will answer to it. And that's yeah. what I always say. And people are like, oh, my God, I called you Elizabeth. I'm like, it's totally fine. It's still my name. Yeah. 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 So I think people just connected with me and got yeah. used to the fact that, like, it's me. And it's been me for all these years. And they've been, you know, lots of people have kind of gotten used to that. And I also, I'm not afraid to to be me right yeah there's still so much personality in your brand and I think that maybe that's what it is maybe is that it's still like you you can tell that it's you 
running everything. Yeah. And you're not pretending to be something that you're you're not. No. And like Molly and I will talk about this too, like what like what do we want to include and like the things that are really important to me are not only like yes I do really want you guys to all buy my jewelry <laughs> like please yes. that's what I do for a living and then and but it like to me it's just so much more than that and I think that's where the community piece comes in yeah but I just didn't even realize that's what it was like connection is like if you look at my Instagram captions, you'll be like, we get it. Like, <laughs> love connection and collaboration. Yes. Stop. But no, we love I it. I do. Yeah. And I just, like, have met so many amazing people. And, like, no offense, guys, women mm-hmm. in this doing what I do and in this, like, small business community. And now, yeah. like, bringing it back to Instagram, the small business community is, like, bigger and I've connected with people all across Canada and the states and like it's amazing and you create these relationships but I keep getting like off track it's the wine I'm telling (laughs) you it's that I'm on my second glass of wine (laughs) but I I just like really want that element of connection to be there because you value it Yeah, yeah and I just think it's so important like I'm a real person I have I make pretty jewelry. Mm-hmm. I also am a mom, and it's really fucking hard. Yeah, and I, I have, love too that you talk about the real struggles of like that balancing. You have to because mm-hmm. I mean I think people are getting better at it now, but like Instagram is a lying bitch sometimes. <laughs> like let's be <laughs> yeah, honest. Like yeah. we've all compared. We've all mm-hmm. like you know and. I know, like, I have a very beautiful curated feed because Molly does all my photos mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, click link in bio to hire Molly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and I mean, and it's because I'm a brand. But yeah. I I may post a really cute picture of, like, my son and I, mm-hmm. but that caption is like, hey, guys, today was really fucking hard. And I appreciate and that why. so much about you. Like, help me. Someone right. help me. I, <laughs> I don't know that. what to do. We're potty training. Tell me all the things. I love that. And I love, like, even, like, so much of the things that are part of your brand are, like, not a shtick. Like, okay, anyone yeah. who follows Megan, um, Elizabeth dot Lynn, dot Lynn? Oh, well, no, it's Elizabeth it... Lynn Jewelry on Instagram, but it is Elizabeth.Lynn. Like, that's my right. name. Yeah. So, if you follow her on Instagram, she's, like, talking about wine all the time. <laughs> and she literally showed up here with, like, two bottles of rosé <laughs> hand in hand. Like, that is not... Like, because I, I, I think that a lot of brands, too, are adopting this, like, I'm real, I'm genuine kind yeah. of thing. But it's a shtick. Whereas, totally. like, I think... This like, is people popular. Can, Let's talk about it. People can see through that. Where you're mm-hmm. literally like, I'm a mom. I had a fucking rough day. I drank a whole bottle of wine. And guys, also, I, like, don't I worry about me. did yeah. have a rough day today, <laughs> but, like, I drank... I think in one post, too, I was like, also, you guys, I drank a normal amount of yeah, wine. Yeah, I, like, I literally remember that post, and I was laughing I'm so hard. that people are going to start to think I have a problem. <laughs> like, I don't have more of a problem than any other mom of a three-year-old has a problem, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just love that you clarify that so much. <laughs> like, I, like, please, like... Well, like, I will say... We didn't take our bottles in for th- almost three years. No, three years. <laughs> Started taking our bottles in. Like, yeah. you guys, it's multiple trips because they have limits now. <laughs> bottles you can really? Take. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Oh, that's <laughs> Maybe 
should start going to different depots. They're going to be like, girlfriend, (laughs) get it together. Like, what have you been doing? (laughs) That's so funny. But, yeah, I love that. Like, I I just love how how good you are at building community. And I think, again, that's why you and Molly are such a good fit. Yeah. But I don't know if you've heard this, but I have, like, quite a few entrepreneur friends from other places mm-hmm. um not ne- necessarily even just in Canada but like from Hawaii yeah. and places like this and um when I talk to them about Saskatoon they're like what the fuck <laughs> like that place sounds so magical like it sounds like it's, it's not even true. real but it, it, I, I wonder if it's because we have like such a small town kind of community or a big small town yeah everybody from here came from a small town at some point so you just, like, naturally know how to build relationship. I think that's I think the thing so. that we do really well here. And I um, think it's also, like, you know, there's that whole community over competition mm-hmm. kind of thing going around. I think we've had that nailed for years. I agree. Yeah, I definitely years, agree. Especially women in business here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a few few things that you hear, but they get squashed so quickly. Totally. You know, like, I've, I've, I've been in, in spaces where, you know, like, the gossip train will kind of mm. come in, and then it just takes one person to go, like, oh, no, I haven't heard that. I actually really like that person. And then everything just gets shut down. I've seen that happen so many totally. times. And it's just, like, we don't have tolerance no. for it here. And, you know, I think of, too, like... I don't know, like, I've only been running my business for a year. Which blows my mind. Yeah. Mind well, blown. But, like, 100% of that, I mean, comes from the relationships that I have. Yes. And that's the other thing, too. Like, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, like, a small town mentality, too, but, like, people are so loyal. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I have clients that, like, have come to me for, like, five astrology sessions, and sometimes they'll book in for the fifth one, and I'm like, I don't know what you are, I can tell you. I have nothing else to tell you. <laughs> but they're so loyal, yeah. you know? And, and that is such a beautiful thing, too, to have customers that you know that you're, like, serving in such a way that they come back to you, but then also have that, like, yeah, loyalty. They don't just see you as a business. You're, like, a person. Yeah. That they want to support. Like, I have my customers when I see them, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, customers, clients have become friends to me. Yeah. Like, it's Mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, and it's so... Yeah, so when you hear, like, all these, like, business coaches and stuff on Instagram, like, in L.A., like, really pumping the, like, build relationships, all of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it's so funny because often I'll, I'll look at that and, and I go, oh, like, we've really got that case. Yeah. Like, For the most mean, part. I've, I've done that and what? Right? And, and, like, yeah. now can you actually teach me how to, like, balance my, like, the <laughs> yeah. rest of it? Teach me how to do, like, right. the, the nitty-gritty. Totally. But, Teach me how to, like, say no sometimes. Oh, God, actually. that's the big <laughs> Let me you know? tell you, I did not learn how to say no or delegate mm-hmm. until I was, like, eight months pregnant. Yeah. And I wow. had Asher three weeks early. So it was, like, I didn't yeah. get it. And I remember the girls at work being, like, finally. <laughs> like, yeah. Are your parents, like, you grew up where? Here? Moose in job. Saskatoon? No, Moose I grew up job. in Moose job. And what did your parents do? My dad uh, is a retired pharmacist. Okay. And has the strongest work ethic yeah. of anybody yeah. I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he never took a sick day. 
He went wow. through prostate cancer treatment and did not take a sick day. Oh, yeah. I was like, Dad, I think you can, like, How very Saskatchewan of him. Totally. <laughs> he was <laughs> no. born and raised in Moose Jaw, too. Yeah. Um, and my mom, she was a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. um, until we were about grade was in it was like elementary school and we then she became like a property manager but she worked from home yeah so she always was at home yeah um until I was I think I left for university and then maybe she worked outside the home for a bit but right yeah she's well and it's so interesting to me like hearing about people's backgrounds because that seems to be like the one super common thread that I find with people from Saskatchewan Mm -hmm. is like Everyone shits on, like, our (laughs) parents and our grandparents and stuff for passing down this, like, potato farmer, like, scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But we forget that they also passed down this, like, fucking ridiculous work ethic that you cannot find anywhere else. Yeah. I literally, I remember I used to go to BC for the summers and, you know, the family that I worked for and all their friends would always be like, we are only hiring Saskatchewan nannies from now on. And, and, like, my, my dad is a diamond driller, and he what? even... Yeah, really, it's really cool, but... That's insane. My, um, a lot of the men in my family, that's what my brother does, um, my grandpa, a bunch of my uncles, whatever, and... You guys, like, all encrusted with diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's literally, actually, they just drill with the diamonds. Oh, crazy. But they, they, um, they drill through, like, mineral and core and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Lexia, like, Lex yeah. was just here. Uh-huh. And I have this, like, big rock on my on my windowsill so anyone who's listening Lex is like a crystal guru um and I don't know what it is my dad just gave it to me and he was like here just take this she picked it up she's like where did you get this giant piece of pyrite like what the Ah! fuck Giselle and I was like did she also say like that she (laughs) like feels she she, like okay Lex was at my house two weeks ago yeah and I was showing her some of the samples for the mm-hmm. fall collection and I put a pair of earrings in her and she's like whoa your hands are really powerful I just like stopped hearing out of that ear and I oh my like, gosh what is happening <laughs> she's a witch she she's is. a full-on she's witch. like a sweet little angel witch uh, yes definitely. yeah <laughs> yeah so I didn't even know that it was pirate and this is what has been happening like my Amazing. whole um childhood like my grandpa used to bring home geos so geologists no, they they work with geologists, okay. um, but they do like the actual drilling, and it's really Crazy. cool. Like I, I, when I was a kid, my dad used to tell me stories, and I um, was always like, "Yeah, yeah, dad, whatever." You're <laughs> like drilling, whatever. But he literally talks about how like he can feel based on like the vibration of the machine yeah. like what part of like the crust they're in oh like he's, so intuitive oh That's yes. so cool. yeah he's like really really good mm. at what he does um and anyways like even when like in the 90s like he literally never ever ever had to apply for work like people from like different companies all over Canada would be like mm-hmm. oh you're from Saskatchewan and you're you grew hired. up on a farm yeah got it you've That's got the job what it is yeah. Farm kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not a farm kid. I yeah. am surrounded by farm kids in my life, and let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. We their were, work ethic is yeah. insane. <laughs> I thought I had a strong work ethic, but, like, you should see my partner. <laughs> it's just, well, it's just part of the thing, right? Because yeah. 
you you didn't survive on the farm if you didn't. I mean, like my generation was was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. We weren't as involved as kids, but we still had a lot of chores and things to do because like you think the farmers are just farming, but they're farming and they're running a business and they're they're doing all of these different things. So it's like you're never ever ever done. And I think one of the things that happens in Saskatchewan is even people who didn't grow up on a farm that's mm-hmm. still part of the like zeitgeist here. it is too because even if you didn't grow up on a farm you went to school with kids who grew up on a farm or you went to your friend's farms mm-hmm. or you know like you married into somebody mm-hmm. whose family has a farm or something your grandpa yeah. was a farm you know totally. whatever the thing was yeah. and so it's like there's this like massive work ethic that comes from growing up here yeah. I find and yeah. then when when people start a business it's like there's nothing that can stop you because you're well, like yeah and I think like when I first opened like my first business I had people being like oh well like where are you gonna get the money from I'm like well what like <laughs> yeah. there's programs for that and yeah. like there's you know like I'll get a loan and mm-hmm. Stuff like that, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know. Somebody asked me about that the other day, and I was like, that's just like never. It's just never not gonna work. Like it's just yeah, and that's gonna work. That that's why you're so successful too, because you have that belief. Yeah, right. Even like when we were talking earlier about like some of the things that you're doing this fall, and you're like, mm-hmm. yep, and this is just how it's gonna be, and this is what it's gonna look like. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, of course it's gonna look that way if you have that expectation of it. Yeah, you know, I feel like I often have like. I work in two different ways. I either, like, know what the end result is going to be, and mm-hmm. then I work towards it, or I'm like, oh, I have, like, all these pieces, and I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with them yet, but, like, here we are, and it's yes. this, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. People are like, what's your design process? I'm like, oh, I don't even, like, can't, I can't even tell you. I, like, don't even know. Do you love that part? <laughs> like, if yeah. I run a business like that, I think my problem would be designing things <laughs> and then getting excited about a new collection and not launching the first one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Because yesterday, I was, like, manufacturing and filling orders, and all I want, I was, like, just, like, kept, like, looking at my, like, sample, like, stones and stuff that I'm going to be implementing into the new collection. I'm just, like, ooh, like, I just really want to start playing around with that and finalizing what chain I'm going to use. And, like, I could spend hours and hours just, like, yeah. But then, like, task at hand, Megan. Because I actually have to tell myself, too, and because I work from home, this is kind of, like, it's awesome working from home, and it's extremely challenging working from home, too. And I'm, like, that's without having a child at home. <laughs> that's a whole other element. But, like, I work in the basement, which is where, like, the washer and dryer are. So I'm, like, oh, I should do a load of laundry. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the laundry beeps. And then I'm, like, in the middle of making a necklace. Like, literally in the middle of it, I'll put my pliers down and start to stand up. And then I'm, like, make it. <laughs> Finish <laughs> the necklace. Yeah. And then go get the laundry. Like, I'm just a little bit yeah. all over the place in that aspect sometimes when that's a challenge working from home, I think, because yeah. you just have, like, easy access to, like, chores. I have that chores. challenge. And yeah. also Netflix, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yes. I'll be like, I'm going to take a five-minute little break. I'm just going to read. And then I'm like, mm, maybe I'll watch, like, a couple minutes of a show. And yeah. then four hours later, I'm like, great, I didn't get any of the emails Dang, done. That's so, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But I feel like I trade. I'm like the opposite. I have a really hard time sitting and watching a show without, like, my laptop on my lap or, like, Yes, I also phone. do that too. Like, also I have to always have, work. my hands always have to be yes. busy. And when I first started, like, really going 
hard with Elizabeth Lynn, that's what I would do after work every day. I would sit in my chair. I would, like, have my, like, mm-hmm. be manufacturing and have Netflix on and whatever. So, I mean, like, I watch a lot of Netflix. And yeah, I don't know that I could tell you, like, what half of it looks like. But I listen to it right, all. Right, because you're working. Yeah, that and, and, like, podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do that, too. Mm-hmm. And that is the other, the other downside, too, is you always feel like you're working. Right? So, yeah. like... I, but you actually, like, as a small business owner, you are always working. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean you're physically doing something, but your brain's always going. Definitely. Always. Everything is work. Mm-hmm. And and especially when creativity is a part of your business. Because yeah. you get inspired and you're like, this can, you know, and, and you'll get ideas. Yeah, research I, this. I yeah. literally, even, like, during my own spiritual practice of, like, meditation and things like that, I'll have a download and I'm like great okay but I'm not trying to like focus on what I'm doing for work right now yeah god angels guys yeah Can we just focus on me for a, a second? hot second <laughs> yeah don't want to work right breathing. now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but it is like this balance of of um just trying to figure that all yeah. that stuff out you know mm-hmm. how do you okay how do you come up with your names for your necklaces because they're <laughs> I love them so much thank but they're you they're very unique well there's this fun little website called nameberry.com. Okay. Which, like, people go to to find children's names. <laughs> right. And I go to to find oh, jewelry names. Oh, that's sometimes. smart. Mm-hmm. And so, or if I know, like, I have a certain feel or vibe for a collection. Yeah. I will research, like, certain like what's an example like bohemian names for girls and then I just go down a rabbit hole from there but then also I have this list in my phone that I don't even know how long it's been there since before Asher was born because like this also kind of turned into like Asher's potential baby name list and then it like amalgamated into this like naming necklaces list yeah or bracelets or whatever it is um but when I hear a name that I like I put it in In my phone yeah on this list and then I also, um, I have a list, and your name's on it also. Really? Not <laughs> to be a super creep. Um, so cute. Um, I have a list going of, um, like, inspiring women to me that I would like to name pieces after. Oh, I love yeah. that. So, like, starting in, like, our community. Yeah. And then, yeah. And how intentional is that, right? I would definitely buy the Giselle necklace. <laughs> Probably buy 20 of them. Obviously. Here you go, mom. Here you go, dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I would love that process as well. It's awesome. And one of my girlfriends always jokes, like, um, it's, like, almost as fun as naming nail polishes. Yeah. like, nail polish namers got to be, like, the funniest job ever. But it is, like, really. But then also, like, I get, because... I, like, it's so many girls. I had so many really amazing girls' names, and mm-hmm. I had a little boy. Yeah. That now I still get to, like, use all those Use the names. names. Yeah. And right. then it actually started, when I first started, I started naming them after women in my life, mm-hmm. which I loved, mm-hmm. because it was, like, then each piece had just held that much more of yeah. an importance. Um, and I've actually now, like, started reusing the names because mm. it's been, like, a few years. But I have two pieces in the um, recent 
Prairie Boho Collection, Elliot and M. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are my nieces. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and when they were just little peanuts, I had an Elliot and M necklace oh, back in the day, so too. Sweet. So it's so cool because back then they were both heart necklaces. Right. And now I really intentionally designed them to suit them. Oh, so my So the gosh. Elliot's like this really cute little, like, they're both double wrap necklaces. And the Elliot's like this, like, coin, really bohemian-looking one. Mm-hmm. And then the M is, like, jewels. Oh <laughs> Which is, like, Their so them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. How yeah. old are they? Um, Elliot is eight, and M is six. That's so sweet. Yeah. And what a beautiful gift, right? Yeah. As a child, to yeah. know that there's, like, jewelry on there mm-hmm. that's named after you. So that's fun. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you have a favorite piece or oh. collection? I know that's a big question. I have like I love your new stuff, thank by the you. way. Like it's really, really good. I, I love think it. That this is my most intentional collection. Yeah. You yeah. can tell. It's it's yeah. very beautiful oh and God. very like intricate. Yeah. You know? I think I wanted it to all have a certain vibe, but then I always design so that the pieces can be layered with the other current pieces which is very smart yeah so like this last collection and then the capsule collection which I released last fall which is like the St. Christopher the evil eye Mm -hmm. um the zodiacs um that one was really important to me too and that was the collection that really launched like me into a different category I feel like I was like oh shit's getting real now people like this okay here we go well those coins are really big right yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, so I like to, like, obviously I need to be on trend, air mm-hmm. quotes, as well, but I like to always have, like, it just has to have intention and meaning mm-hmm. behind it for me, otherwise yeah. I just can't, I mean, I could pump mm-hmm. out what's hot and trendy right now, Yeah. but there'd be no, just, that just doesn't feel good. There'd be no substance, exactly. and it, it probably wouldn't sell in It wouldn't, well, that's just it, I totally believe, like, when things have intention behind them, and it's a positive thing, and that's just going to translate into how it goes into the world. Definitely. Like, you know, like, like it, it's like the energy. It's almost yeah. the same as like whether you bless the thing before you sell the thing. Totally. It's like, is there an, you know, does that thing now have like an energy or an aura attached mm-hmm. to it? And I think that how much love and attention you put into any sort of thing that you're putting out into the world, that creates like some sort of magnetism. I totally agree. Like, that's why I won't reply even to emails if I'm in a shitty mood. That's or if I'm smart. not in a good headspace, mm-hmm. I just won't. Oh, I like that. Because there's so much energy attached to it. It's going to fall flat. It's not going to sit well. Like, it's I'm, like, going to mess up my work or something. Like, I just so, don't. So very Pisces. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so very Pisces. Of yeah. Me. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And in case, so it was so funny... Um, when you were talking earlier about the way that you get stuff done, I was like, I like could hear so much of myself in that. I was like, she's gotta have Mars and Aries because that's what I have as well. And you do. (laughs) So I literally like pulled up your chart and I was like, yeah, we have one of the same thing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So I think we might have a few actually, or is that the only thing that we share? You and Ash both have an Aquarius moon. Yeah, we do. So that's really helpful for me. Yeah, no, no, seriously. He's good, also a Taurus rider. Good freaking luck. Uh, Aquarius moon kids are very smart, and they usually pick things up really quick. Oh, yeah. And um, there's no, like... Are very rebellious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, you know how when you're 
really little, your parents could just, like, lie to you and you'd believe yeah. them. That does not happen with my child. No. He's just like, uh, no. I literally have memories of, because, like, all of the air moons are, are really curious, but Aquarius oh, yeah. is, like, so it's curious, curious in, the, in not a, like, curiosity for curiosity's sake. It's, like, curiosity because I know there's something you're not telling me, or I know there's something that, like, I need to know about this thing. Oh, yeah, that's so funny because he will just keep asking and pushing and asking and pushing, and I'm like, yes. oh, my God, child. I have a memory of me being, like... <laughs> four or five and um I was at I went with my dad um he took me along and I'm sure he regretted it (laughs) he went to go visit a cousin of his and I went with him and um we were at the house and I'd never been in that house before and I had all these different questions about I think he had like because he was a hunter so I think there were like you know probably like hunter memorabilia everywhere Mm -hmm. and and um I also at that time was really into those um they were books called Did You Know? Did you ever read those? No, They're the best. Like, if you, if they still make them, get I, them this was Asher. Get Them for Asher. Okay. Because it literally, every volume is about something different. And, and throughout the whole book, it has different questions about things on that topic. Mm. So I could teach myself about those things, and my parents oh, didn't have to teach me. Oh, great. It was probably the best <laughs> thing. Because one thing that I'm not great at is teaching. Right. Because and, I just want to do it myself. Yeah. 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 And That's so. That's a parenting challenge for me. Get those books. Okay. Uh, actually, I think I still have them. I mean, the whole volume. I will find them and bring them to you. Because Thank you. Because they were <laughs> a huge part of my childhood. But I remember at the time I was really obsessed with the volume that was all about, um, it was about like other things. So they talked about mermaids and aliens and all these different things. Right. So <laughs> I was sitting there with my like farmer diamond driller dad. <laughs> my farmer uncle and asking them questions about like aliens and mermaids and all yeah. of these different things and my dad I think had been hearing it all day and was just irritated he wasn't even listening anymore no no and I was like why 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 and I have this memory of like knowing that I was irritating the shit out of him but, but they I could giving not you the answer. they weren't giving me the answer and I could not stop and finally dad was like please just like give us five seconds and my uncle was like it's so good that she's curious for the curious little kid and that was totally. always my thing but when you're the parent that's what you get all day you're like oh my god I just need a minute so that's because I said so yes, that's why yes exactly yeah. so just know that that is like not going away okay great with his little Aquarius moon um yeah I really will I'll look for those books okay. and see if I can bring them to Amazing. you because they were like I'm sure a godsend that's for my parents so funny yeah yeah but yeah so you and I share Mars and Aries. And, okay, so um, highlight that for me again. Yeah, so Mars is the planet of action and passion. Mm-hmm. It is, like, how we get things done. Mm-hmm. And, like, when we're passionate about something, how we go about it. So Mars and Aries, like, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So it's, it's like, very um, <laughs> youthful and naive. Yes. And, um, like, sometimes can be foolish, but it, it's all about initiation. Yeah. So people with Mars and Aries are like, I'm doing it. We're doing it. It's done. Move on. Like, there's no should I, shouldn't I, maybe I, like, none of that. It's just, like, I've made the decision and now I'm just going to go. Yes, that's very me. Yes, and me too. Like, I literally decided to start this podcast on a Tuesday and film the first, you know, episode on a Thursday. Right? I'm like, let's paint the house. I'm going tomorrow. It's getting painted this weekend. Like, there's no, like, planning things out. It's like, this is what I see. Let's just do it. 
Yes, exactly. And so it was just so funny when you were like, yep, when I decide I'm doing it, I'm just doing it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Girls gotta have Mars That's and Aries. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah so I love funny. it. And then you also have Venus and Aries, too, which is, like, so interesting because most of the women in Saskatoon that I know who run their own business have Venus and Aries. It's really? a very common trend and theme. And I think it's because... Like, Venus and Aries is really good at manifesting. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know how to, like, bring things to fruition or manifest in some type of way, being an entrepreneur or running your own business is not going to be super appealing to you because you're probably not even really going to believe that you can do it. Right. But I find that people with Venus and Aries have experience of knowing, like, if they decide to do something, they can figure it out. Or not even figure it out, but manifest it somehow. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. Yeah. And so... Yeah, there's, like, I'm literally, every, like, woman that I know that runs a business. I want to know who, but you don't have to say the name. Danica does. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Danica does. I just listened to Danica's episode. Um, Vicky from Novo okay. does. Um, oh, there's so many. Darlene. Like, there, there's, there's okay, quite a few. I need to meet Darlene. Yeah, you Darlene, do. I need to meet you if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll send her this like podcast episode yeah. and be like, "Here you go, Dar." But but there's so, so many, many so 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 many. Those are just the ones I can remember off the top of my head. That's but, so cool. Um, and it, it's because Venus is the. It's really like how we, um, how we magnetize or how we manifest yeah. is often connected to Venus. And then Aries is just a quick moving planet. So people with, especially women with Venus and Aries manifest very quickly. That's like a, a special little supernatural yeah. gift that you guys have. That's really cool. Yeah. And I would say accurate. Yeah. Especially because you guys really manifest from doing. Mm-hmm. So if you're active and you're, you know, you're acting on impulse and you're listening to your gut and you're doing things will like work out. Mm-hmm. Whereas the rest of us have to use our Venus in different ways. Like, so for me, I can, like my Mars and Aries helps me get things done. Mm-hmm. But if I'm stuck, I know that it's because I'm not leaning into my Venus enough and my Venus is in Taurus. So it's like so different from Aries. It's like slow down. Have a bath. Take care of yourself. (laughs) Self-care. Right. I literally, like, last week, I decided to take a social media break. And I just... So glorious. Yeah, it was so nice. And then I just really focused on me for a few days. And in those few days, I had, like, so many people reach out and, like, book in for sessions Mm -hmm. and things like that. So that's really the thing of... of Because you're... you're Giving yourself what you need. Yes. So that's your manifesting. Yes. Got well, it. Well, because Taurus is a very, like, sensual, feminine, receptive mm. sign. So, it's so funny because you don't necessarily, like, not knowing a ton, mm-hmm. you think Taurus, Taurus bullheaded. Like. Yep. Well, it, it's very, like, Taurus is loyal and it's stubborn oh, yeah. and it wants security. And mm. it can be bullheaded if it's pushed. Right. But Taurus in its, like, glory is very, like, I know what I deserve, and that's, like, pearls (laughs) and 
<laughs> and like luxury. Yeah. And and I'm gonna let you give that to me. Right. Where where Taurus has because Taurus is a fixed sign, mm-hmm. so it, it can be really stubborn and like it wants what it wants and it, it's willing to like wait for it. And that's where I think the receptivity comes into is like the patience right. that Taurus comes from. And sometimes like when I hear people talking about like Taurus is ruled by Venus. It's a, it's one of the most feminine signs, but when you do hear um, other people talking about Taurus or read the the read ups, it sounds very masculine and bullheaded and kind yeah. of bulldozy. Well, because that's the symbol you <clears throat> see too, right? Yes, is is the bull. But I, I think that a lot of times too, like astrology in many ways in the West is interpreted through a patriarchal lens. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So when you start really looking at the the essence and you know at at the very core of the signs, Mm -hmm. often they look very different from how they look on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. So that's the thing. Like your Mars is how you do, and you have to learn how to balance your Mars and your Venus. Whereas for you, it's really nice because your Mars and your Venus is in the same sign yeah so it doesn't like as long as you're doing as long as you're acting as long as you're moving forward you're good either way that's yeah it's funny because if I take like I mean I think my self-care looks a little I mean everyone's self-care is different for them but having conversations with people about self-care too like what does that look like for you I'm like I want to sit at my desk for six hours Mm -hmm. and I want to make yeah (laughs) like that makes me happy yeah it like I don't want to say like I think monotonous is it gets a bad rap but like I like monotony yeah like I like Mm -hmm. the repetitive motion I like it's calming to me it makes me feel accomplished I feel good I Mm -hmm. feel like I've gotten things done but I've also like had Netflix on in the background or I've listened to my true crime podcast or like whatever it is that I also want to do at the same time yeah um but like I if I take a couple days off and I'm not doing something with those couple days, mm-hmm. I'm a mess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm this is- anxious. I'm frustrated. I'm like all out of whack. Like I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think the self-care conversation kind of goes wrong mm-hmm. um, because it's a very pres- prescriptive kind of, of self-care. Like, yeah. It's Venus and Taurus, like, all of the different, like, bubble bath and go for a massage and have really good sex. Like, that's perfect self-care for me. Mm-hmm. And not that everybody, like, everybody needs to be doing those things to take care of themselves, yes. especially if you're, like, a feminine person. Yes. But that's not necessarily the thing that's going to, like, revive you. Right. Right? So, like, if, if you have Venus in, in Virgo and, and Moon in another Earth sign, going to Tahiti for a week and not doing anything might feel really good, but it's not necessarily going to give you the same sense of, of like, joy mm-hmm. as, like, cleaning your house top. Yeah. Bottom. So that's self-care so is so different for yeah. everyone. Yeah. You know, and so I think that that's, like, another really cool, like, hidden thing in the birth chart is, like, mm-hmm. how can you actually take care of yourself yeah and it's not like I mean I would live in the bath if I could I totally love baths but I also like could I make jewelry at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and have Netflix on the background apparently not because you can have jewelry in the bathroom 
guys, don't keep your jewelry in the bathroom. I yelled at Giselle earlier. I have this, like, and I love it, too, because it's, like, very ornamental. I have this, it's like. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm, I have this Get that little, jewelry like, out of there. I know. I know. But I have this, like, little coconut bowl from Hawaii and all these shells, and then I keep my jewelry in it, and it's, like, in my bathroom. Yeah. And, like, Megan came out. She was like, what are you doing? Get that out I of there. I have to say something about this. Well, I had never even heard that. I don't even know how to properly care for jewelry. Hmm. Let me be real. Well, keep it in a cool, dry place. How do you keep your necklaces from getting all tangled up, aside from having, like, the hanging tree things? Is there any way? Oh, um, you could keep them in, like, I know plastic's bad for the earth, Mm -hmm. and I... They wouldn't still get tangled up if you just put them in... In individual plastic bags, so disclaimer that's how I ship so you get like a really cute little cloth bag Elizabethan cloth bag and but everything cute. is individually in a plastic bag and that's for a couple reasons I know it's not great for the planet but if you keep those bags guys and you store your jewelry in them that's reusing but it keeps them um I mean they're closed off from mm. oxidizing right but you just yeah don't keep your jewelry in the bathroom because moisture Always remove it. This is coming from me who never takes her necklaces off. So just know <laughs> that, like, I test these things out, guys. Like, mm. I wear them to bed. I wear them in the shower. And I'm really hard on my jewelry for a reason so that mm. I can so that I can test it. Um, but to get it to last the longest, yeah, like, I have, um, I have a, like, mirror on my dresser. And I hang it from the mirror. And then I also have, like, a little shelf that has hooks on it. Oh, okay. Um, that's so that's smart. how I do mine. And then any pieces that I don't wear regularly are in those little plastic bags in my jewelry box. Okay. Yeah. You so, heard it from the expert. Yeah. Did you always want to do jewelry? How did you get into No. I, no. I mean, did you always know that you were going to do business? Yes. Yeah. Except I didn't know that. Does, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, there was always something in me that knew I wanted to own my own business or do my own thing. I'm going to say mm-hmm. do my own thing more. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's been something in me since I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I always wanted to do my own thing. I just didn't know exactly what it was. But I was always kind of pulled towards the, like, non-conforming things. Mm-hmm. Even though the group of friends I was in was, like, the good group, like, the cool girls, uh-huh. right? Love you guys all. So. <laughs> yeah. But we were, and we'll all yeah. say that, you know, like, but I always, um, I always had really important friends that were outside of that main group, mm-hmm. and I always kind of had interests that were outside of, you know, your normal, you know, groups of girls mm-hmm. in high school, like, we, like, boys. What else, what else are teenage girls interested Boys, in? Boys, partying. Yeah. Um, but I always, yeah, had something else in me, and I and I just couldn't really put a name to it, or, like, there was just always something that, like, I'd want to pull away from the group, or I'd want to push back. Mm-hmm. One of my girlfriends, Teresa, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, said to me a long time ago, and I didn't really realize that people understood me so much until she said this. She's like, oh, if Megan doesn't want to do something, she's not fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, 
you totally get me. <laughs> You're like, yes, that's it. That's so true. Yeah. But I didn't know that everybody else knew that about me yes. until she said that. But I was like, oh, I'm not like fooling any of you guys. No. But I just, yeah, like, and I just, it wasn't until I was in my later 20s that I realized that I had been battling anxiety for all of my adult life and most of my teen years. Mm-hmm. And that when my, when we kind of figured that out, my mom was like, oh. Your teenagers make so much sense. Aww. And I was like, right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, so I always kind of had this this pull to do something else, but I didn't realize it until later. Yeah. What it was, and I didn't realize, like, feel comfortable in standing in that until yeah. probably a couple years ago. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. For sure. It and, does. like, there's so much self-doubt and there's so much, like, I want it. I want to do what people want me to do, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say yes to everything, even though it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't fill me up and it doesn't get me excited. And then I'm going to burn out. Yeah. 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 So you have to learn how to, you know, honor yourself and yeah, stay in that right. Just a constant battle. Yeah. 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 And, and got, I mean, kind of got there. You've definitely. I think, <laughs> you did a good job, and I, I think too, like. You know, when I, I, I remember when we had our first, like, session, mm-hmm. and I remember telling you, like, oh, yeah, business. Like, mm-hmm. you've got that case. You actually don't even have to work on that anymore. And it's funny because until you said that, I was like, oh, it does always just work out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Even hearing it you talk sense. about, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and there's this. <laughs> I'm like, damn, how does she have that so figured out, you know? Yeah. And it's. Um, it's because you've done this before, right? You have a Capricorn South Node. And it's actually so funny because we have opposite South Nodes and North Nodes. Oh, really? So we're learning the opposite lessons. So the lesson that you're learning in the, in this lifetime, I've got cased. The lesson that, that I'm learning in this lifetime, you've got cased. We're such a good pair. Yeah, we are. High I five. I love it. High five. Yeah, so you really like the, the business, success, ambition, working hard, discipline. Like, you got that. You're good. <laughs> and so I think that one of the reasons, too, that you are very successful in what you do is because you combine that, that like, Capricorn South node ability to just, like, know where you're going and persevere. Because that's mm-hmm. really what Capricorn does very, very well. Mm-hmm. But then you're also bringing in a more intuitive feminine flavor, which is your Cancer South node. Mm-hmm. So you're learning your lessons and you're moving in that way. Mm-hmm. So it, it's you're balancing those two really well. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Hey. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I could do without all the lessons, but like, I love it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I know. How boring do you think life would be, though, if we didn't? Oh, have... so boring. What is the biggest like learning that you're working through right now, or have worked through recently? It's this one. This one's been a reoccurring one for me, but I think I'm think I'm gonna get it this time. Guys. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You and like when you okay. So I got all all the things in the fourth house, right? Yeah, and you that have is Moon, Pluto, and Saturn in the fourth. Yeah, and so the fourth house is like motherhood and family, right? Mm-hmm. And then roots, ancestry. It's a very like feminine and deep, deep, deep house. Yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard at all, you guys. Mm-hmm. Especially um, to have Saturn there, like where your like legit oh, yeah. karmic lessons Saturn are coming. Saturn return, that was fun. Yeah. Um, Did you get pregnant during your Saturn return? Okay, so I was thinking about this today when 
I was listening to the episode with you and Danica talking about Saturn return because you said it's like from 28 to 33. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of shit happen. (laughs) Yeah. Those years. Well, and it it like would have been anywhere because some people start their, their Saturn return at 28 and some don't start it till like 30, 31. So for most people, it's not those whole, like. I think for me, it was the whole (laughs) thing. It was was rough. Like as I was listening, I was like, shit, I think, did I have two in one? Like that's not fair. Yeah. But I got pregnant when I was 32. Right. Okay. So yeah, Ash was born when I was 33, but at 28, I had a marriage end. Hmm. Yep. And I went through this whole, which is actually like how Elizabeth Lynn kind of came to be what it is today because that was my creative outlet during that time. Um, So I had like a very significant relationship end um, abruptly and um, tumultuously. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of thrust into this like, self-discovery mm-hmm. at 28, 29, right. 30, when I feel like a lot of people go through some of those experiences and they're like mid-20s. Mm-hmm. I went through those experiences in my late 20s, early 30s. Right. And like a lot of self-discovery, a lot of hard, deep personal work, a lot <laughs> of like shitty shit shit shitters Mm -hmm. and then the flip side um I met this man Mm -hmm. and had this amazing child Mm -hmm. and there's still a lot of crazy hard things that come with that as well right so yeah it's been like that was like a solid five years yeah like one end of the spectrum to the other yeah yeah definitely well and I mean because you would have had before Saturn before your Saturn return even started you would have because you have the moon at 24 no 28 degrees of Libra and then Pluto at 29 degrees of Libra and then Saturn at four degrees of Scorpio and that's all in the fourth house so before that would have even, like, before your Saturn return would have even started, you would have been going through transits between Saturn and your natal moon and Saturn and your natal Pluto. And the the, the moon transits are really deep, and then the Pluto transits are, like, hella, hella, hella deep. Hmm. So every, like, <laughs> every 30 years you're going to experience that, FYI. <laughs> right. You just are going it, to, it's almost nice, though, because those are probably... Aside from the sun, those would be the hardest Saturn conjunctions that you experience. And for some people, they have them spread out throughout their chart. So say every like four years, they'll have like a a Saturn conjunction with that thing. You experience those three all at once. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 So like, you know what? It's better to just get it out of the way. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So now you know, like until you're like going to retire, you're you're pretty much good. Great. Yeah. It is smooth sailing mm-hmm. from here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you feel like you're, like, back to the original question. Yeah. It's so funny how I'm the worst at this. I am too. It's like how this always goes. But, um, so the lesson that you feel like you're, you're working through right now, still mm. connected to the fourth house? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think it was in a conversation. I don't know if it was when we were doing the cosmic embodiment sessions or mm-hmm. if it was just you and I. Um, but I remember you saying like you, you've done business, you got this, mm-hmm. you're good. Your lessons are like in family and motherhood and learning how to support and love people in the way that they need mm-hmm. and not in the way you think that they need. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of the yes across mm-hmm. the board there. Yeah. That is a big, big learning for me because I, and I catch myself all the time, like not just with like my little family, but with like friends and stuff too. It's like, I, I do what I, like I would want. Yeah. someone to do for me right mm-hmm. and then, then then I stop and I'm like this is not about you Megan yeah <laughs> this isn't about you girl like mm-hmm. switch and try to think and I, I feel like I've experienced so much growth just from trying to put myself in in their position and kind of like obviously too from like knowing them and, and learning mm-hmm. like what's important to them and how do they want to be cared for and, and that kind of thing but um so I think I'm getting better at it, but like with Asher, it's been like he's the he's the person that I know best in the world because mm-hmm. I literally grew him in my body. <laughs> you created which him. still blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But also I'm just like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Like what do you want? What am I doing? What am I not doing? What yeah. am I doing this wrong? Am I doing this right? Like Aw. It's such a crazy, yeah. He's so lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. Because I think that so many parents are just like, this is how I'm parenting and you're going to adapt. <laughs> right? That does not work for our little. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and yeah. so it's so beautiful to, to just, this is why I love when parents come in for a human design or an astrology mm. session. Because they're really learning like how to best support their like little human. Yeah. Right? And so then if you do that... Like, Asher's not going to have as much stuff that he has to work through when he's older. Totally. Because he's allowed to just be who he is. Yeah. Right? And another thing, too, and I, like, maybe this is tied to this, probably because it's in the fourth house, but mm-hmm. we learned a little bit about ancestral trauma, and I'm mm-hmm. just, like, determined to get rid of that shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that he's not mm-hmm. carrying it through. Yeah. So I, like, ugh, got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I know. It's so much work. It's but, so much work. But it's worth it. Yeah, totally. And I, I think I've been, I've learned a lot of beautiful things about myself during this too. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just, con- it's just constant learning, like parenthood, mm-hmm. motherhood on its own. But then, yeah. And that also brought me a lot of comfort when mm-hmm. you told me like, this is like what your learning is. I'm like, okay, I'm doing the right things that I'm yeah. supposed to be doing right now. I'm in the, mm-hmm. I'm in the space that I'm supposed to be in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's good to hear. Cause that's always like the the way that I practice astrology is I always like want people to leave feeling more empowered yeah like I myself have had some readings where I leave and I'm like fuck I don't (laughs) feel good about myself at all well shit yeah exactly and and I think that like the reason that I even do astrology is because in my own life it's given me so much space and Mm -hmm. so much compassion for accepting myself where I'm at Mm -hmm. and like seeing my lessons and being like okay I suck at that thing because I'm supposed to suck at that thing I've never done this before I have baby legs you know and then you can like stop the comparison thing stop the whatever because you know that like that's just what you're here to learn and what you're here to work on yeah 
it's yeah. okay that I'm not good at bookkeeping. I require <laughs> that. Yes, and exactly. We'll give people money to do those things. Yes. Not good at. Same girl. Same. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I think that that's such a beautiful. I honestly don't know how you do it, like how you run a business and then are also a mom. Like that is wild to me. It's I, wild like, to me too. <laughs> like what? Okay, so two questions. Okay. First one. Any advice for people who are starting off on their own business? What would you say? Um, who? It's cliche, but like you know what you want to do, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Don't let people tell you you can't fucking do it. Yeah. Um, find a way. Like, if you really are meant to do it, you'll find a way. And yeah. it's gonna, like, also, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has it all figured out. Like, people have said that to me, like, how, like, you seem so confident. Like, how mm-hmm. do you, like, have it all figured out? I'm like, girl, fake it till you make it. Like, yeah. Just put out what you're putting out, and your people will find you. Mm-hmm. They will find you. And I love that. Another piece, which, like, maybe sounds silly, but, like, there's two pieces to it. Like, you don't need to know all of the answers right now. Mm-hmm. There's a few things you need to know to get started, so, like, yeah. figure those out, and you will. Um, but you don't need to know all of the answers right now. If you have a passion and a drive and a great idea or a great product or you love making something, just go with it. Mm -hmm. Your people will find you. And those people also don't need to know everything right now. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to tell all the people all the things. It's okay. We're in the society where like people want to know all the things or like you think that you owe it to people to tell them everything. I've had people ask me like, what's your process? I'm like, I'm not giving my secrets away. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I'm not rude about it. Yeah. I'm just like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you. But everybody doesn't need to know everything. Yeah. That's, and I think that that's huge, especially right now. So many people are using vulnerability as this thing, like, that just being so open and, like, mm-hmm. almost this, like, false vulnerability about Ugh. everything that they do. It's not authentic. It's yeah. like, and that's not going to work. Yes. Is the other thing, right? Yeah. Like, people will also... If you're putting something out there that isn't, I feel like we're circling back like mm-hmm. we just talked about this. If you're if you're putting something out there that isn't real, mm-hmm. people are going to figure that out. People are smart. Yeah. Or if you're sharing because you feel like you have to share because that's what everyone else does yeah. without really discerning like, does everybody need to know this thing about my life? Totally. Does this actually serve other people to know? Yes. Right? There you go. Like, what is it? Who is it serving? Yeah. Is it serving one person? Is it serving, like, you as a brand, you mm-hmm. as a business, you personally? Yeah. Figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, like, don't share for share's sake. Yeah. Because it doesn't, because you feel like you have to. There's certain things about my life I'm a fucking open book about. Mm-hmm. There's certain things about my life you'll never know. And I think that that is so powerful especially right now because there's like this whole conversation about like if you're in the public eye you need to be like open and transparent and if you can't talk mm-hmm. about all these things it means you like haven't you know da 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 this mm-hmm. whole thing but I think 
Like, just because you choose to be an entrepreneur or, you know, be in the public eye in some way doesn't mean that everybody deserves access to your story and to your life. Totally. You get to decide you what people know. You don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. And especially, like, keep your secrets secret. Totally. Unless people pay you for them. Right? <laughs> Unless you're coaching them and telling them your secret. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think that's another thing. Here's a necklace. We're all like, it's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, I think that's another thing. We're in this like economy where we give so much away for mm, free, which is yeah. beautiful. But, yeah. But also like know that you don't have to feel bad about keeping certain things to yourself. Totally. We're human. You're yeah. human. You're allowed to have your personal life. You're allowed to have your private thoughts and you're like... Mm-hmm. you know you share whatever it is that you want to share like if yeah. if I feel like sharing that I had a shitty day Great. I'm gonna share mm-hmm. if I but I'm not gonna t- not gonna tell you all of the details because mm-hmm. also who wants to know all of everybody's <laughs> details of everybody's life it's yeah. just too much yeah, yeah I agree with that too I think that's something you know when I first started my business and started my Instagram I noticed that a lot of like coaches and astrologers and all these different people were being very vulnerable about mm-hmm. their own traumas and their own all of this stuff and I, like from a, a my perspective like that's what I have my therapists and my best friends mm-hmm. for and I will I'll share the pieces that I've worked through and mm-hmm. then I, I'm like helping other people work through yes. but like I don't like you've got your own shit to deal with yeah, you, know, you don't want mine no, like, yeah. you do not... But also, if you want to give me yours, I'll hold it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's me. Uh, yes, exactly. Give me all your shit, I'll hold it for you, even if oh you didn't ask me to. <laughs> so, so, so Pisces. But I just think, too, like, it's this... Like, I don't always want to go on Instagram and read about everyone's trauma and vulnerabilities. Yeah. I think that it's really beautiful that we're starting mm-hmm. to have those conversations, but I wish that people you know, understood more that you really do get to decide how much you share. And there's nothing wrong with not sharing that. Like, you don't need to feel forced to be vulnerable. Mm -mm. Vulnerability is a really, really tough thing. It's a really beautiful thing. I struggled a lot with it um, a few years ago. And I remember, damn you, Brene Brown. But I remember reading, um, oh, God, what's it called? Darren Greatly. Darren Greatly. Yeah. And I had, oh God, it took me way too long to read that book because I had such a tough time. And I remember talking to my friend Lindsay and saying like, I'm just having such a tough time with this book. Mm-hmm. And she just, she's like, I know, mm-hmm. keep reading it. Mm-hmm. That you're supposed to be, yeah. you know, this is important. But it just cracked me open and I remember the year I read that book I just like cracked open and I was like how do I shut it off how do I shut it down again I just want to turn it off yeah but once you break open into that space then like but that's that's for you and whoever you choose to share those pieces with yes and I do believe that I my experiences and my lessons can serve others Mm -hmm. and that isn't necessarily the masses Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, even like, I think it's in that book, or maybe it's one of her talks, she talks about how, like being vulnerable with everyone is not true vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Like people need to earn the right to hear your story. Absolutely. Because then you're just for everyone to see and for all them. And what, and then what's the purpose of that? Right. That that's not a true, like, 
the purpose of vulnerability is deepening connection. Mm -hmm. And so if the, the thing that you're sharing is about you needing to still work through that thing or needing, you know, to do that for any other reason other than trying to deepen connection Mm -hmm. and create intimacy in some way, Mm -hmm. um, it just doesn't need to be shared if you don't want to share it. Totally. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then my second question. Okay. All the advice. Mm. Um, for, like, not even just, like, moms that are running a business, but working moms, mm-hmm. do you have any tips or, or tricks for balancing all of that? Because oh, I feel like you do a really good job. Well, thank you for thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, we just kind of find out, found our little routine and our little niche that worked for us, and some days that works better than others Mm -hmm. um because I work from home um I kind of have the ability to work those late like it's not Mm -hmm. like I like need to be at a physical space um so I can kind of like work when I need to work Mm -hmm. if if that's a necessity um one big learning I've had in the last year for sure, because Asher just keeps getting smarter by the day. <laughs> and the first, but the first day he said to me, mommy, put your phone away. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a terrible mother. Oh, I can't mom believe knows. that he knows how to say, mom, put your phone away. Like how, mm-hmm. how much is my phone out? A lot. Mm-hmm. Because. I run my business from my phone, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous mm-hmm. and amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, how do you turn it off? Yeah. So setting know, boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries is, like, where my work is in a lot right. of ways. Um, but setting boundaries for sure. And that can be, like, don't have your phone, like, don't have your phone out during X amount of time, right? So, like, yeah. if Ash and I are going to have a little snuggle time on the couch my phone is in another room mm-hmm. whereas like I used to be like oh he's distracted because Paw Patrol's on and I'm gonna reply to this email and whatever mm-hmm. he's not distracted anymore he knows I have my phone in my hand and mm-hmm. he acts out because I have my phone in my hand yes um so boundaries for sure and figuring out how they work and they're probably gonna change day to day you know what moms are fucking superheroes yeah and I'm not are. saying that because I'm a mom Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize until I became a mom mm-hmm. how insanely superheroish moms are. Yeah. Um, and then I guess like I don't know any different. Yeah. You know, That's like true. I just don't know any different. This is just, and it's kind of been a gradual thing since he was born. I just, you know, kind of started doing more and more and more and just made it work. Um, I don't. <laughs> Any moms who have advice for me, I would gladly take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, like the golden question I find. Right yeah, now, right? totally. And I think it looks different for everyone. It looks different for every family. Yeah. Um. But oh, forgive yourself. Yeah, that's huge. I'm sure the mom guilt is heavy. It's heavy and it's instant. And I, you know, people would say that, but again, until that baby gets put on your chest. Like, mm-hmm. that baby gets put on your chest, and it's like, mom guilt, like, yeah. instant. Um, and, but, 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 like, with it, I think, comes, like, 
partner guilt and friend guilt <laughs> and like business guilt. Like it's not just mom guilt. It's like yeah. all the guilt. Yeah. Cause you know, you can only do one thing at a time, but we still try to do five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Multitasking makes you stupid. Someone really smart told me that once. Oh, I she, like that. Yeah. I mean, as a Gemini, Sagittarius, Aquarius, I don't really like that. <laughs> but I like, I, it makes I like sense. that. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, motherhood is the hardest thing in the world, and running a business is probably a close second. Yeah, and you're doing both at the same time. I don't know how I am. I don't know I why. The wine. That's how we're the doing. wine and the coffee and the support. Yeah. Yeah. Find your find your people and love what you do. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like I love, I love doing what I do, mm-hmm. and it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, okay, well, thank you so much thank for you. coming on. This, this was, was fun. So I good. totally forgot we were recording the whole time. <laughs> I know. That's how this goes. I'm just like, oh, yeah, do you remember? Like, so. this is going to be on the internet yeah. for forever. Forever. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming over and for bringing the rosé. I'll always bring rosé. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, I love that so much. You literally always do. Yeah, I will. Every time. Always. Um, and I'm really excited for all the things that we're going to be creating here in the future. So, for everyone listening, we'll keep you updated, but we've got some cool stuff in the works. There may have been a pre-meeting before this May have, yeah. (laughs) Um... But yeah, thank you so much for coming over. And uh, yeah, we'll chat soon. Sounds good. Okay. Hi guys. Okay, so that is the end of this week's episode. I hope you guys loved it. Um, Megan is a good friend of mine and I'm just honestly so in awe of her pretty much all of the time. Her business and her brand has so much integrity in it and she puts so much thought into even the smallest details. So when you order a piece Um, It always comes in this really beautiful package and you get a nice little note from her. Uh, She's really good. Like if you have questions about things, she answers right away on Instagram. Um, She's super active in the community. Like she just is killing it. She is definitely an inspiration, I think, for so many women in Saskatoon who are building business right now. And the fact that she's doing that while raising you know, a little mini is just mind blowing to me. Um, and I also just really love how vulnerable and transparent she is about that whole thing. I think that we need more people who are sharing without necessarily oversharing, like we talked about at the end of the, um, at the end of the podcast. And I mean, that's another thing too. If you know Megan personally, you know that there are, um, parts of her that she saves for her special people, which I also think is really cool. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you later.